last week we had Mr. Daniel with us, and he started to lay some groundwork on some very interesting stuff in his country, Venezuela, about money. We welcome him back for more. Welcome, welcome back, Daniel. Thanks for having me back. I wasn't sure after last week. We only got through a few things, so I'm glad we can cover some more. We're glad too. You know how we never asked you about how and why you came here? Yeah. So why did you come to the U.S.? Well. You have to understand what happened after Chavez messed up a lot of stuff. He knew he was going to die and told everyone to pick Maduro. He asked everyone to vote for him. Maduro seemed to be almost worse than Chavez, and Chavez hurt and killed many people who either protested or challenged him. No way. So the economy actually got worse a couple years ago after Chavez? Yes, it's been terrible. It was hard for me to find a job. Food, clothes, medicines, and gas were either expensive or difficult to find. I came to the U.S. for a better life. It's good that you have family here. Have many left while Maduro was president? Almost six million, and that's out of thirty million who lived there. That's almost twenty percent. Six million. That's absolutely unbelievable. But your mom stayed, right? Yep, she couldn't think about living outside Venezuela without her family and friends. She has it tough. She was a school teacher with a pension. After 25 years, she gets $200 per month. Can you imagine living somewhere with money problems without the help of her family? Seriously, $200? How can you live on that? That's like three video games. Plus. With inflation, it's super tough. The most difficult thing about coming here is that it's very different from my country. I miss my family a lot back home. It's colder here too, with more snow and really low temperatures for a long time each year. Yep, it's hard sometimes, and as you know, G, the food is very different. I agree. I've never seen anything like that before. But your girlfriend Andreina is here, right? She is really pretty. That must help. It does, and the people here are nice. Even your dad. No way! Just kidding. Okay, are you ready to get back into things? What do you remember from last week? Chavez sounds like he might have messed up some things. There are long lines at the gas station. Chavez nationalized companies. We started to talk about rationing things, so you couldn't get everything you want or need. Exactly. So when you ration things, you only get what they let you. Chavez did begin to subsidize food by lowering the price from normal and holding the costs down. Isn't that a good thing to help those who are poor and don't have much? Absolutely, but someone always has to pay. The government might pay part of the farmer through taxes, or farmers have to take less. But when it does, productions is lower. That means you have to ration it, just like when oil isn't pumped fast enough. The government would rather sell it to other countries at a higher price than to its own people. Yep, gas is very cheap when subsidized. It's about forty cents a gallon. But if you can't get it or get what you need, it doesn't help much. So there are also non-subsidized stations. Isn't this where you said gas costs two dollars per gallon? Not bad. It is. When a country is doing well, they produce and sell. Lot of products and prices are stable, but if you don't have much supply, people wait and waste time, which will be better working. From around 2013 to 2018, they subsidized food and people had to wait in lines. 
I'm rethinking this Venezuelan thing. That doesn't sound like any fun. Just like gas, they have subsidized and not subsidized food. If you wanted to get subsidized food, you'll wait in line for two to three hours to get eggs, meat, then rice, and then you wait in line to check out. Costco seems like it takes forever, and that's ten minutes. That's a whole day in line. As a family, we work together. My uncle will get all the rations for meat. My aunt get all the eggs. My sister will get the bread. Then you divide up back at home. More time spent on doing basic errands? Wow! Glad that's the only issue with food. Well, I left out something very important. Remember how Mac said politicians bought votes. In order to be able to get that lower prices food, you need your cedula card. That's like our social security card, right? Exactly. The last couple of number of the card tell you which day you could come to the store, one time per week for your rations. If you don't go, you miss your food for the week. Wow, forcing you to go every week? But what's buying votes have to do with it? For you, there are Democrats and Republicans. In Venezuela, you don't get as many benefits if you aren't a part of those in power. Less food, gas, and other stuff. People have to sign an official document as part of the ruling party, or they lose food and other benefits. Seriously, that sounds like some real arm twisting. In addition, we saw how the government used oil money to buy refrigerators, stove, washers, and dryers, and other stuff to get votes. They give you a stove, then a bus will come on election day, and someone will knock on your door and make sure you'll vote. That is so hard to believe, but I guess if I got a PS5, I might think about doing it too. It does make you think. You know, I learned something from your podcast on McDonald's and Burgernomics. Your talk on exchange rates is a big part of my story. We understand a thing or two about exchange rates. Supply and demand is key. Well, our supply went up and our demand went down, which has and I still does cause major problems. When Chavez was in power, our currency, known as the Bolivar, perfect, it traded. Two bolivars for one dollar, but with our financial issues, political issues, and more, it became very weak and went to more than five hundred bolivars for a dollar. This sounds like hyperinflation when the prices go up a ton almost daily. It did. Prices changed daily. You might be able to buy two apples today, and in a day you could only buy one. So the people would take. Their pay and spend everything they have the day they got it to buy as much as they could. Since it's bought as fast as it comes in, when people spend everything, the supply runs out quickly. High demand and low supply. That's a vicious circle. You have to buy everything now before it goes up. But because you buy it all, it pushes prices up, which makes you buy everything now before it goes up. You're talking in circles. That's right, a vicious circle. People couldn't afford food, medicines, or anything. Dollars were great to have. If you got more bolivars for each dollar, you loved to hold dollars. But the government stepped in. Is that when they didn't allow you to have dollars? Yep, they made it tougher to hold U.S. dollars. So people traded U.S. dollars in the black market. Is this where it was illegal to trade U.S. dollars, but they did it anyways? Yep, the government tried to make 
its own citizens only have bolivars, so it would get stronger. But nobody wanted them. Because they kept getting weaker and weaker each week. Isn't this where you said they devalued your currency? So one day you'd have lots of bolivars, and the next... They literally dropped 14 zeros. Yes, 14 zeros. Then they called it a bolivar fuerte, which means a strong bolivar. Not so sure about that. It's weird to think about. Plus, if you wanted to travel, you would only be able to spend $5,000 in total, and the government had to approve your travel plans. They continued to cut that down too. So your money was worthless. You couldn't travel, you couldn't have U.S. money, and your mom could barely survive. That sounds absolutely terrible. By coming to the U.S., I could send money back to her so she could afford food, clothes, medicines, and other stuff she needed. But we couldn't do it easily. Is this where you said many in your generation and in colleges started to leave? Yes, many smart people left. It's called a brain drain. Since they left, it will make it very hard to rebuild the economy even if we had a new government that wanted to. If you aren't efficient in building products and selling them, you will lose wealth, and Venezuela has lost a tremendous amount over several years. I still love my country, and I hope it will change someday very soon. We do too. Inflation is important to get under control. We are so happy you are a special guest. It has helped me open my eyes to what could happen in a tough economy out of control. Daniel, you're always welcome back. Thank you so much for making it interesting and fun. You're welcome, and thanks again for having me. It was a pleasure. Until next week, we'll see you here for more Money with Mac and G. Bye! Bye.